Hi, my name is Sarah McCarthy. I'm a former high school science teacher turned entrepreneur. In all my years of doing this, the ups and the downs, the goods and the bads, I've learned lots of tips and tricks which I'm going to share with you. I'm here to keep it real, keep it positive, and set you straight on what it takes to succeed in your business. Let's get started. Welcome to the Positive Business Babe podcast. Hi, welcome back to my podcast. If you're listening, I'm so excited that you're joining me again this week. Thank you so much if you're a loyal listener. I don't have very many loyal listeners. I'm so excited that you came back to listen. So thank you. Thank you so much. Today, I have a confession to make. I don't have my microphone. I'm not holed up in my closet. I'm in my office. We don't. We only have one microphone, so if you hear background noise of the dogs going nuts, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Today, I have a very special guest. I have my daughter, Rachel. As you guys know, we went uh, almost two weekends ago now to Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. Rachel was very fortunate and able to do this with the Tony Robbins Foundation Leadership Program. What that program is, is it's for kids 12 through 18, mm-hmm. I believe. Is it 14 through 18? 14 to 17. Oh, sorry. My bad. High schoolers, 14 through 17. And they can apply for it and get the cost of Tony Robbins reduced. And they can go around and they stay in their groups. The parents have to go because you have to pick them up and, and you know drop them off and all that good stuff. All of which I didn't care about because I got to see Tony again. But they get to do all of the activities as a group. Of teenagers and it's really cool but we're gonna let Rachel tell you about it so by the way for those of you that don't know Rachel is my 14 year old daughter she's a freshman in high school she goes to a very special college called early college high school where she's able to earn college credits before she graduates as much as 60 credits so um, but that doesn't mean she wanted to go do this I almost had to beg and plead and threaten to get her to fill out the form and go she was very very hesitant to do this and had a lot of stress behind it so but i think she's glad she went but i'm gonna let you tell about it rachel thanks so much for joining me on my podcast yay yay (laughs) (laughs) okay so tell me what was your thought process when you were going actually can you tell um the listeners since they don't know what is the application process to become part of the tony robbins um foundation leadership program very long okay can you explain it yes i was going to explain it okay so first you start out with your written response where you have to fill out um, a bunch of questions. Uh, so you have your questions. You have the questions, you have um, like just like some information, like you also need like a lot of recommendation from like a counselor or something like and that. And do you need volunteer hours somewhere? Yes, you do. They need 20 volunteer hours within a year. So what kind of volunteer hours did you have? Because I know that was one of your stressor points because you didn't yeah. think you had enough. Oh, um, well, I was part of a thing called National Junior Science Society in middle school. So we did a lot of things with that. So we helped out at schools. I helped out at basketball games. I helped out at our dodgeball event, multiple different things. So to let you know, she really, really didn't think she had 20 hours in and that was really stressing her out. And then once she sat down and started adding up the hours, it was a considerable amount of hours. Because when you're doing stuff like that, you got to take in the account, setting up, working the event, tearing down and everything like that. So after you put in the application, then what happened? 
then you had to wait for them to um, get back to you saying that you made it to the next step and the next step is not going to the event. The next step is actually having a phone interview. So you had to set up a phone interview with them. Yeah. Then what kind of things um, did they ask you on the phone interview? Uh, on the phone interview, they basically just ask you like some of the questions that you were asked on the written part. So like those questions consist of like, who inspires you? Why do you think you would benefit from this program? Uh, stuff like that. Anyway, so let's get a timeline down. From the period between when you turned in your application, when did you get notification to schedule an interview? I think it was in like within like a couple days. Okay, mm -hmm. and then once you had the interview, how soon did you find out whether or not you got into the program? I think again another couple days. So she got in pretty quick once she did it. How many kids were in the group that you uh, were with? Let's see. Um, I want to say maybe like around 20. Around 20? Yeah. There was that many, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. See, I would just pop in to annoy her every once in a while. didn't really pay attention. So what were some thoughts going through your mind um, once you found out that you got to go? I was scared but also excited because I thought it would be like a great experience but then I'm like will I like this it's like it was like a lot of different emotions a lot of different emotions yeah um one of the things too is I made sure to pimp out the fact that she could put this on her college applications as something that she did she could also put it on um job and applications when she's in high school because it'll look really well okay Rachel so by the way, I also bribed her by saying we'd go to Disneyland for the day before. And just we saying. got to go to L.A. for a day. And we got to, and we did spend some time in L.A. Um, hypothetically, celebrity watching, but we didn't see any. So, you know, that's how that goes. But anyway, Rachel and I flew out there. So, Rachel, when we first um, went in, I think one of the biggest stresses for her, she wanted to make sure we checked in right away. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get a good seat right away because um, it's kind of like Southwest seating. When you get there, it's first come, first serve. You kind of got to battle for the good seats. And you want to be in the aisles because he walks through the aisles or the aisleways. So um, the front aisleways. So anyway, she was really stressed out. And then um, we actually got there two hours earlier than she needed to check in. But what was going through your mind on that first day? A lot of stress because I, I'm like, will I fit in with the other people? Like, like what, what type of experience is this going to be? Am I going to be close? Am I going to be far back? Like, because I feel like that where I was seating would give me a different experience. And I really wanted to have a good experience. For me, I agree on that. Not everybody might agree on that, but that's definitely why I wanted to sit closer this time. Um, the other thing, too, do you think the other kids were going through similar thoughts in their heads? Yeah, because um, when we first got there and, like, a good bunch of people um, showed up, we actually did talk about it and we got to learn how everybody was feeling. Right. So that's one of the benefits of going through. They do have several people that have been through the Unleash the Power Within. It's an unpaid position to be part of the uh, the group leaders for this. It's part of the crew, Tony Robbins crew. Tony Robbins does much of what he does with volunteers from people that have gone through his programs. And so they come through and they're really the backbone to doing any of his events. So these, these, um, these ladies and gentlemen were part of the crew. Now, Rachel got a lot of swag from uh, the... The event. Rachel, what did you get for the swag? That came with yeah. being part of the yeah. affiliation? Um, we got a water bottle, which is not my favorite water bottle, by the way. 
um, we got a sweatshirt, a couple t-shirts, and a uh, drawstring bag. Drawstring bag. Um, so what was, um, let's talk about the actual experience. For those of you that don't know, Tony Robbins is about four Four days long. It starts about midday on a Thursday and goes till Sunday Ooh. afternoon. And the first day is always the longest because at the end of the first day, you do the fire walk. And it's actually on hot coals. And if you guys want to see her fire walk, you can go look up Tony Robbins and Oprah Winfrey and watch her and whatever the, all the stuff that was going through her mind before she walked across those coals. Um, Rachel, um, wh- what were you thinking going up to it? Before you did the fire walk, how was that first day going uh, up to the fire walk? Um, it was... It was good. I liked it because I got to meet new people. But then once it started getting closer to the firewalk, I'm like, oh no, I'm doing the firewalk. And it was a little uh, stressful. And overwhelming? Yeah. Well, and the thing about the firewalk is he does prep you for it all day. And the first time I did it, personally, I went across, nothing happened. The second time when I did it this time, I caught a coal in between my toes at the end and just burned it just a little bit. But they're prepped at the end with water to spray on your feet immediately as you cross uh, the the coals. And so a lot of that really, honestly, is a mental challenge. So if you get in your head too much, you're going to struggle with going across. So unfortunately, Rachel got into her own head a little bit too much. Yeah. And so what happened when you got up to the uh, firewalk initially? So when I got up to the firewalk initially, I couldn't do it. I had I started crying. I started breaking down. So I had they took me aside. They're like, "Okay, just step aside. You don't have to do it." But then I got myself together and I'm like, "You know what? I'm doing it. I have to show that I can do it and I'm not a coward." So I went back up. I was so scared, but I'm like, "I'm just going to go across." And I went across. And they sprayed my feet with water. And how did you feel after you finally did it? I was crying, but I But why were you crying? Because I just realized, I had that moment of realization that I just walked on coals. And that felt like a little scary. But then again, I was also proud of myself because I never thought I would be able to do do something like that. Because as you know, the weeks leading up to it, I'm like, I'm not going to walk on coals. I'm not going to walk on coals. There's no way I'm walking on coals. What did I do? I you walked, walked on coals. High five. <sighs> All right. And to be clear, I was not there with her when she did that. I was not sitting near her during this whole event. I was in a completely separate seat. The only time I would see her is when I'd swing past her, give to her annoy money, me. annoy her, you know, whatever, you know, whatever I felt like doing. Tell but I not. didn't get to see her walk the fire walk at all. I have no pictures from that, which I kind of wish I did. But when she approached me, I was waiting for her because they were one of the last ones to fire walk. And when she came up, her friends came up and they said she was really scared. She hung back. I don't know if she did it. And then she came out and she just started crying and just so, just so full of balls of emotions. But she did it. And as a result, um, there was a gentleman who had an extra necklace. So Rachel will continue that. So basically, the next day, me and my, um, one of the leaders were talking about this experience and like how I felt and everything. And then this uh, gentleman came up and wanted to talk to her, the leader. So he talked to the leader. I guess he had asked the leader, is, so I had this extra necklace. They wouldn't allow me to return. They said I couldn't return it, but they said to talk to you because you might know somebody to give it to. And she said that she automatically knew that I should get it because we were we had just been talking about what happened to me and she thought that was a good moment of like leadership or something like that 
So she gave it to me. And yeah, I got this beautiful necklace. So do you think that the fire walk helped you mentally? Yeah, because it helped me realize that like I shouldn't be afraid of everything and that some things aren't worth um, spending all my time on like worrying about. Because you walked across fire. If you can walk across fire, what can you do? Yeah. If you walked across fire, what can you do? Anything. Anything, right? So tell me, what was some of your favorite parts of Unleash the Power Within? Um, one of my favorite parts was, one, the Pitbull performance. Like, I love Pitbull. She, she and totally that was is, so cool. She totally is like, nothing but obsessing about that. Oh, my since gosh. They got to go. Let me explain to you. They got to go up next to the stage. She, I, she has really good pictures of Pitbull, but, like, literally that just made her night. So Pitbull. I'm telling you. But Pitbull. other than Pitbull about the whole oh. conference, what, and he's very, by the way, Pitbull is very, very inspirational, um, inspirational too, if you guys like. happen to see him speak and not just sing. Okay. okay. Besides Pitbull. Well, another thing that made me like, blah, 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 blah was when they made, uh, it was like, the me- it was the last day we were doing a meditation, and I thought my eyes were closed for one minute, but he said it's been like five minutes. It was like an out of body experience, which is so cool. Like out of body. Yeah, meditation. Meditation. Yeah, it was a meditation. And you could feel with master things. with Master Ho. You could feel things that weren't yeah. there. He and specializes in energy work. You can look him up on Instagram. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can look him up on Instagram, Master Ho. He's phenomenal. So. What else, what did you, what did you take away from the whole experience? Um, I took away that, that life is too short to be worrying about all the problems and that she should always live life to the fullest and that, um, out of every negative, you can always find the positive in something. Exactly. And one of the things that we're taught to do is to prime our day. And what that means is you start out in the morning, um, there's an exercise that Tony does where he does three uh he does three sets of 10 in the morning does 30 and then he does that three times so 30 60 90 basically total and then he sits there and he puts him you put yourself in a moment of gratitude and you think about it like you're actually there again and you do that three times and you just sit there and focus on that and you put yourself in this state of gratitude in the morning another thing that they taught us is that if you're having a hard time and you're getting overwhelmed or you're stressed you just shake that ass you just shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Do I have to put the explicit rating on here because I said ass? Maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I should say another cuss word to make it really explicit. That would be fun. That would be fun. Should I say another cursor to make it really? Well, hold on. Oh, well, and they also made you stop, and I want you guys to do it right now. Say I. I. Freaking. Freaking. Rock. Rock. See? That's how you do it. That's and, how you do it. Ma, say yes. Yes. Say yes. Yes. Say yes. Yes. Okay, now, Rachel, do you want to go to any more of his events? Yes. Why? Because. Because why? <laughs> because I feel like they would be great for me and my future occupation and my future life. So, um, if you guys have young children from 14 to 17, this is a great experience for them 
to do. Um, they also have a Global Youth Alliance in the summer. Unfortunately, Rachel will not be able to apply for that this year. And they come from like a whole bunch of different countries because we're going on our Disney vacation and we kind of didn't know that ahead of time. But she will apply for next summer. And if you have not gone yourself to an Unleash the Power Within, I really think that you need to make sure that you take yourself to one. He's all over the country. His next one will be in July in Dallas. And then there's another one somewhere else. I have the paper, but I don't have it with me. So you can look it up. But there is one in July or either June or July in Dallas. So I would definitely go there. It is worth it. If you're not investing in yourself personally, there is no growth. And if there is no growth, then it is dying. If a plant's not growing, it's dying. That's just the way it is. If your business isn't growing, then it's also dying. So this can help you. It can help your business. It can help your family. It can help everything. Rachel, any last words? Remember, you freaking rock at that's right so on that we're going to end this thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week bye thanks for listening to my podcast don't forget to subscribe so you can hear everything that i'm thinking of and that comes out of this mouth you know you don't want to miss that don't forget to leave a review and let me know what you want me to talk about bye for now And I hope you make today your best day ever.